Welcome to the Fashion Meets Babe podcast. My name is Sherry Brandell. I am your host, and I am here with my co-host, Megan Hood. Hey, Megan, how are you? Hi, guys. Oh, my goodness. Here she is. She is all the way from Nashville, but we are so excited because we have two very special guests in the studio today who are going to be joining us for a lively, I can assure you, lively <laughs> conversation about something we've never talked about on the podcast before. Well, so you all know, we are in the fashion business, right? And the faith business as well. This is what we do. We talk about fashion and faith. But you know, sometimes if you're going to put clothes on and you cover up a lot of stuff, right? What do you think about that, Megan? You think we cover up a lot of stuff some women do when they get dressed? I mean, I, I'm very intentional about what I cover up. Yes, Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are going to talk about taking care of ourselves, our actual bodies on this episode Yay. of the podcast. Oh, I'm so and, excited. Right? Right? We are so thrilled because some of you know that about six months ago, I actually started my journey with CrossFit and I try to go three times a week and I feel like I'm a lot better. Hey, I'm down 12 pounds since what? I started that on the scales today. That's yep, amazing. I feel yeah, like we need, <laughs> we need some kind of like sound effect here. That's like a cheer. <laughs> I know, right? We have to have like cheerleaders or something. But <laughs> on our podcast this month, I want you to meet not only one, but two of my CrossFit friends from our CrossFit box. And by the way, you guys, there it's not called a gym. It's actually called a box. What? <laughs> we'll find out. We'll have to ask. We'll have to ask <laughs> Sammy about that. But I want you to welcome Sammy Singer from uh, CrossFit. Well, from Kaiser CrossFit. She is actually the owner. So, hey, Sammy, how are you? Good. How are you doing, babe? We're I'm good. We're so happy that you're here. <laughs> and another guest that we have on our podcast is someone I met at the gym because she was the only one who was older than me. And I think we kind of <laughs> were thrown together because when I looked at her, I thought, oh, I want to have arms like her one day. So me welcome, too. Lee Monk. How are you? I'm doing good so far. Lee, can you flex really? Can, can they hear you flex? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, she flexes. I feel like it's like the shot heard around the world. Let's be honest. She gives okay. the Michelle Obama arms a run for their money. <laughs> oh, I think hers are better than yes. Michelle Obama. Yeah. <laughs> She's <laughs> nodding. She's <Five> nodding. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, so I'm just going to kind of do this Q&A style for our listeners just so they can understand a little bit more about CrossFit and but I'm going to ask you um, a few questions as we go along. So let's get started. First with Sammy, I'm going to ask you. So what made you first of all, I know you're the owner, you're the you're the box owner. Well, tell us why do they call it a box? Let me just ask you that. <laughs> the idea is that you don't you need minimal equipment. You don't need everything that you see in you know, we call a typical gym or a globo gym. Like when you go into like Gold's Gym or Planet Fitness, like you're expecting treadmills and ellipticals. And this isn't like if you have a big open space, you basically have a CrossFit box. Like you can do air squats and push-ups and burpees and run. And you can do all that thing in a big open space. Um, now we add a lot of other equipment. Like we definitely add some barbells and slam balls and kettlebells. 
but they aren't required. Um, mm -hmm. You just and, need a, yeah. an, an, a, a blank slate is kind of why. A I lot of people box. start theirs in garages because mm -hmm. I mean, all you just need is that box. Right, hmm. right. This sounds like a different language. Just it is so a different know. language, right? <laughs> We're going to have to, we yeah. need an interpreter for this one. <laughs> so, Sammy, how long have you been training? How long have you been doing CrossFit? Or tell us about your, your, your fitness history. So my fitness history, before I started CrossFit, I actually just did Zumba. I was a, I was a Zumba freak. Yeah. I would go like every week to Zumba. And I was seeing tons of fun, zero results. Um, I would go in, sweat a little bit, scale never changed. I never got any stronger, never got any more flexibility, never came home with a cool new trick like a handstand or anything like that. I, you know, my husband did a Groupon and got me into, like, let's just try this one time. And so I said, okay, we'll try it. And I loved it. I loved the way that my husband looked at me when I did it because I was started doing things that he didn't think that I was capable of. And You're, talking I, about wow. CrossFit. You're talking about CrossFit. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Like, I mean, when I was in elementary school, I didn't know how to rope climb. Like everyone else be climbing up and down the ropes and I didn't have the strength. I didn't have the skill. And then within Preach. a month of going CrossFit, uh, they taught me the skills. They showed me that I was able to do it. And I did. And it surprised me because I didn't, Things like the monkey bars had gone away from elementary school. I wasn't able to do them as an adult. And now that's no problem. And then did Chris start right after you? So he was not in CrossFit, right? You started first. At the same time. He was dabbling like in the in the Globo gym, the regular like Planet Fitness, trying to do CrossFit. But those gyms aren't, just aren't made to do certain type of movements. There's just not enough space. Like you're sharing equipment with people. And so, um, yeah, he was kind of dabbling into it testing it out and then it took us like jump just jumping in and getting after it to for us to drink the kool-aid and get sucked in forever i think right. you bring up such a relatable point too because i feel like a lot of us whenever we start out or we look at other people working out or when i even think about crossfit from an outsider's perspective super intimidating the most intimidating workout of all of them and then i saw sherry do it and was super inspired, you know, <laughs> she can do it. I can do it, you know, not that Sherry's not strong, but it's just, it's, an, it's really, really cool to see one that someone take it out of their comfort zone um, and then succeed. So I think that's really cool to hear your side of the story, that it was something even going back into elementary school where you couldn't climb the rope. And then all of a sudden you were able to do it years and years later. I, I would love to hear, I think a little more about that side, like what fitness has done for you as far as confidence or as far as self-image? Like, what has it done for your heart? Yeah, CrossFit has done a lot for, I think everybody that, even not just me as like a person, but then growing into a coach and like watching other athletes grow and gain confidence. Um, I I don't need no man no more, you know? I can, <laughs> I can do everything on my own. And like I said, like, I started having capabilities that I didn't know that I could do. Yeah. Like, a lot of people think that as you get older, like you can't gain any more strength or I was as fit as I was when I was 18 and I'm never going to be able to look that good mm. or run that fast or lift that much weight. But honestly, like you can keep improving yourself and surprising yourself. And so it, it translates over to other things. Me being confident in CrossFit has allowed me to be confident in other areas. So knowing that I was wow. able to accomplish a task that I didn't think possible let me at my job to be able to, hey, you know what, let me try this task because I tried something new here. And it just translates to every 
area of your life. I feel like that's so good. What do you do outside of CrossFit? I know you're the box owner, but what is your job? I'm a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm a data scientist at Bank of America right now. So I basically play around, do some coding, work with lots and lots of data to kind of build a story out of it. Very cool. Very cool. um, Showing old people how to get on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, Lee. All right, Lee. So let's transition to you a minute. So, So Sammy is 30 and you are about to be 63. Is that right? Yes, I am. Yeah. And like... Well, our, our audience can't see you, but you really do have arms that are like unbelievable and your body is in such great shape. And when, how old were you when you started working out? When I turned 48, I decided that I wanted to live the next half of my life. I needed to get in better shape Mm. and I didn't want to tone up. That's where it started. I went into, I was, um, a personal training place. So I had my own trainer we were one-on-one and I said I just want to tone up some I think I did okay (laughs) (laughs) I think you did amazing (laughs) so that was my journey that started my journey I did um one-on-one fitness with a a coach for a couple of years and one of the coaches um Josh he found CrossFit and we incorporated into our one-on-ones and that's the story with CrossFit we started with um doing that and he opened his own box and well he went from a garage to uh, he um opened his own box and i followed him and met all these great people sammy and chris and 10 years later here i am here you are okay so let me ask you so what would you say lee to the woman who's 55 or 60 who wants to really enjoy the rest of her life and play with her grandchildren and travel with her family, but she already has aches and pains when she gets out of bed in the morning. Okay. And maybe I it's even harder when I get out of bed in the morning. You have aches and pains when you get out of bed. But, <laughs> but what would you say when she's a she's scared to death, but she's thinking, I can't do that. I instead need to go, I don't know, to a chiropractor or something. Maybe she's, you know, thinking, I just have to go get fixed. What would you say to her, to someone like that? They, we all need to, especially at this age, is to get some sort of fitness. We want to be able to get on the toilet and get up off the toilet when we're <laughs> older without any help. So I, and I think everybody that's older needs some sort of fitness. CrossFit, mm-hmm. yes, it's scary, but I think CrossFit is trying to change that where it's scalable for everybody. As you know, we do the same workout. I'll do it heavier than you. Sammy and I do the same workout. She does it heavier than me. And Lee beats me. And it's just everybody <laughs> can do it. Everybody can do it. And it's, I challenge anybody that's listening, go into a CrossFit box and they can do it. It starts small. It starts with a squat. You learn how to squat. People don't know how to squat. Amen. Right. Yeah. I remember when I first started in January, Chris told me, Chris, who is Sammy's husband, and he started out as my coach during my six-week training. And he said, there are seven basic movements in CrossFit. Once you understand those, then you can move on. And so I, I just do the movements every time I go. I don't know if it's seven or if, if he really said nine, but in my head, I thought he said seven. But, but um, 
yeah, I think if I can do it, I'm 50, I'll be 58 in August. And um, if I can, I was scared to death. I mean, and I was in a boot and I'd hurt, you know, I'd ripped my arch in my foot like a week before I was supposed to start my six week class, the transformation class. And I was scared to death, but I was so determined that for the next 40 years of my life, because I figured I'm going to live, you know, maybe 40, 50, maybe I'll live to 107. I don't know. But I just didn't want to be that person on the couch. I was already having terrible back pain. And I was thinking about today. I haven't honestly had back pain maybe once since I started. Wow. And I was going to a car. I was the one in the chiropractor's office last fall that I was in such pain that they were just working on me every week. And I thought, this is ridiculous. I'm not even out there exercising and I'm in a chiropractor's office, you know? And so Luke, my son is the one that said, mom, I really think CrossFit's the best thing for you because it's about function. It's about growing old. You don't have to go compete in the games. You, we, we just need you healthy. And so he just really felt like that was the best place for me. So mm-hmm. I, I agree. So with CrossFit, yeah. I think it's like when you, like if you're new and going, and you want to get into fitness, you go to the global gym and you look around and you go, what am I going to do? Yeah. Know what to do. You don't know the movements to do. You come into a CrossFit and they're going to show you, you get your foundations Mm -hmm. to start you off with the community around you surrounds you and they look out for you. They care for you. They root you on. That's what's amazing. Now you can go in there. I go in there scared every day. It's like, what the workout's going to be. But I feel so great leaving because I did it. I might have done it RX, which is prescribed, what they put on the board. I might do it scaled, but I did it. Mm, I right. did it. So I, and I do it. I do it scaled every single time because I, like I have to. I call I it like tailored. Either. It's not scaled. <laughs> I tailor the workouts for tailored, you. That's right. It's, handpicked I it's on the board yes you're some people are going to do this I'm tailoring that workout for you so that is true who work scaled I like to say tailored yeah. for you yes. we're I all like that. Feel the same it's time like your domain. own personal it's all going to feel the Program. same for us <laughs> it is true it yeah. is true it there's so much support in a CrossFit now here's the thing the only CrossFit box that I know is yours, the Kaiser CrossFit. That's so, the only one you need to know. That's the only one I need to know. <laughs> and for our listeners who are listening all over the world, where do you think they're going to get the same kind of support going into a CrossFit box? Yes. So CrossFit hat, like the CrossFit community is global. I mean, like if there's anybody even outside the U.S., you can find a CrossFit gym that's near you that has a very similar community. I will say, though, it is not like Starbucks. So Starbucks, I can go into any Starbucks and get a frappuccino. It's made the exact same way. CrossFit, each gym that you go into, if you try one out and you think, wow, these are just full of a bunch of 18-year-olds with their shirts off, you could walk five miles down the road and find another CrossFit gym, and they're going to look a little bit different. So they all are a little bit different flavors, but at the heart, it's CrossFit. And at the heart, we're focused on you know the fundamentals and the mechanics of how to move properly and have a great community. There's something about that camaraderie about sweating and hitting those high intensity workouts that um, I think feed that community. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and so true. So true. So Lee, you're a Christian, mm-hmm. right? 
tell us a little bit about your faith journey. How did that come to be? Okay. So my faith journey, yes, growing up, I, um, I believed in God and went to church and, you know, I, um, got married and, you know, your faith dwindles a little and, and I had my children. And of course we got back into faith again, because you want your children to grow up in, in some sort of a religion or, and to have some faith. And they went to uh, Sunday school, I'm going to call it. Um, and, you know, we kind of, I started backing off on it because, I don't know, just life was good. Everything was going fine. Mm. And my kids were great. I had, we had a house, Joe had a good job. And, you know, I was started turning 50 and like I, my, my fitness journey began. And then um, the world as it was ended for us. Um, it was that two o'clock in the morning doorbell ring that no parent ever wants. Um, the policeman came to tell me that my son was killed in a car accident. And um, that was the most horrific, terrible thing in the whole wide world. And our lives just changed forever. So, um, and then we just kind of were on autopilot and I had to be the stronger one in my house. My son Connor was 15 mm. and his dad fell apart. Um, his, he was even working in another country at the time. So I had to go to the hospital by myself and, um, even just wake Connor up and Connor told me your brother's dead. Mm -hmm. um, it was just horrible. So we just kind of went on autopilot for a long time. And um, I had to be the strong one. So you just push everything inside you and you just walk and you just go. And what got me through was just being strong and going, trying to keep everything normal. So I would go to CrossFit. I would go to my gym and I would put it, I would cry to the gym, dry my face, walk in there and be Lee and just talk to people and smile and just, just keep going. Um, most of the gym, well, the two gyms that I've been in have been young people. I'm always the older one. And they've all been my kids age, which I love because I see my kids. I see what Alex could have been. And I watch them grow. And all these years, I've been doing CrossFit for 10 years. And I've just watched them have children, get married. And just, I, I just love it because I get to mother them. I get to, I have so much love to give because right now my family is apart. We don't live together. Connor's one way, Joe's one way, and I have so much to give, and they are—they don't want it. They're just—they don't want it. So I'm giving it to these kids, whether they want it or not. <laughs> we want all the lead treats, more lead treats. Give me it all. So tell me. So when did you get back into your your your? When did faith become important again? So 
because um, I was never into Bible studies. I really never read the Bible. I didn't know, you know, I knew the basic stories, you know, the Jonah and the whale and Moses, and I knew the basic stories. Um, um, and it just got to be where it wasn't working for me. Life wasn't working for me. I mean, I, I'm, I'm always, I'm a control person and I'm gonna take care of everybody. It's gonna be my way. I never thought about God because my, just because it wasn't part of like knowing that God is always with me. Did you know that? God is always there. And so I think it's like three years ago, my friend asked me to do a Bible study. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to be embarrassed. It's, I don't know anything. I'm not going to go. I, I just can't. And she said, she said, Lee, that's pride. And when she said that to me, I was like, really? Well, that's almost like a challenge. <laughs> like, all right, I'm going to go. And so I went. And of course, I really didn't know anything. Um, and I could never understand, you know, the parables. I'm like, mean I just couldn't understand it so the first year you know in the Bible study was okay and but I finally got it and it's it was it's so amazing it's like I don't know how anybody cannot believe if you read the Bible and read it's history it's not like people say oh that's just a story it's not a story you find life in the Bible you find things that people say just off the cuff. And I'm like, that's in the Bible. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, I find, it's amazing to me. And it's so exciting to me. And I just want more, wow. just mm. more. And I, you like, have, I've got journals. I write in journals. Yeah. <laughs> and you never used to do that. No, no. And like, I understand. And it's like, you. I read, I think it's like, when it's your time, God will allow you to understand it all. Mm -hmm. And I'm understanding it. And I'm just so excited. I'm now doing, I did um, three disciple um, Bible studies. I'm doing them again. And I'm learning so much more each time. And you went to Israel too, didn't you? Oh, did. wow. And I would go back again. And my bucket list on my bucket list is to get baptized in the Jordan. Wow. Not to, I mean, I was baptized as a child, uh, but I, and people say, you know, what is that? What do they say when you're born again? It's like, yeah. that's not kind of what we thought of in our religion, my religion. But if I ever wanted to get baptized, it would only be in the Jordan. Hmm. Yeah. So that would be totally amazing. That would be totally amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know where I was baptized? In the ocean in Key West. Oh, really? Ooh. On purpose? On purpose. Wow. Yeah, on purpose. <laughs> yes, on purpose. Yes, I was. But yeah, it's such a great place. But oh, thank you for sharing. Yeah. What I think That's is so fun. cool and what's so interesting again is we're going back to the feeling inadequate thing. Like you're feeling like you can't do something. There's like a fear there, just like you were talking about, Sam. Just there's a fear there. And then when it came to Bible study, you felt like, oh, I'm not going to be able like that. I'm not smart enough. There's something inside of you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but you were able to conquer that. And that's when it's like looking at two conquerors. It's just really empowering. I just love hearing um, these kind of stories. At the moment, because there's always something else that you have to conquer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because with fear, I mean, 
just with CrossFit, even just learning something new, there's a fear. And, you know, I always tell myself, you know, not to, not to do that to yourself. Don't do it. And of course I take those steps, but then I remember it's like, okay, I can do this. God is with me. We're going to work this out together. And you pull back a little, but it's a learning process every single day. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, so good. Well, why don't we take just a minute for a break and we will be right back. Don't go away. Thank you for listening to the Fashion Meets Faith podcast. This episode is sponsored by Sherry's all new online course, 27 Hangers. Overcome the overwhelm of your closet by joining 27 Hangers today at www.27hangercloset.com. Now, back to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. We are now going to talk about fashion oh when it comes goodness, to working favorite. out. What'd you say? Lee, how, how are you in the fashion department? How are you today? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in say, the fashion department in my workout clothes. Well, that's, what we, that's mm-hmm. what we need to talk that's about. That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so what kind of questions would you have, Megan, for them when it comes to fashion? I just want to know, where do you find really good quality, but maybe more on the inexpensive side, good athletic wear to work out in that maybe has a little style to it? Isn't just your basic oversized, you know, husband's T-shirt and umbros. I, I really like to go to Old Navy. Old Navy oh. has some cute stuff out in Target. Um, really, if you get yourself like a solid pair of leggings, like the high-waisted ones, kind of like suck everything in. Yes. And if you find a like flowy, cute tank, like you really can get away with a lot there. And the leggings they have, they have like mesh and all these different little cutouts and mm-hmm. colors. I like ones with pockets so I can keep my phone and my keys to and fro. Um, so Old Navy has a, a lot of cute stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Target, Target kind of tries to be fashionable also. And then you can always throw in one or two things from Walmart. I love Walmart stuff. Yeah, their Dan Skin line is great. Yeah, yeah. And then I like to throw in one or two Lululemons. Yeah, Lululemon. Or Athleta. Is it Athleta? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're gonna buy anything mm-hmm. from Lululemon, I say the like the leggings because the leggings like they do not show like it, like if I have like a panty line or cellulite, it's not showing any of that. And it's really sucking everything in. So, like, for me, I've invested in two good pair of Lululemons that if I need to look like, but really, if you wear black, you can get away with some of those lines, too. Mm-hmm. So, if I have black leggings, I can get away with having a, a cheaper pair. But if I'm going for a colored legging, the the panty line will show on any color. Um, and let, But Lululemon, I, I get away with it a lot more. All right. What about footwear? So for tennis shoes, how important is a good tennis shoe and what kind or brands have you heard are better than others? Or are there some that are better than others? What do you think? I, go ahead. We, we through CrossFit kind of go with a certain type of shoe. Oh, okay. Interesting. I want the running shoe where it's real cushy because you need to have your feet stable a little bit more with your weightlifting and doing things like that. Yeah. So. For, for squats and deadlifts, you really don't want that super high arch, super squishy. It ends up putting your yourself in a bad position. And so you really just want a, a flat shoe 
you see a lot more places going towards a flat shoe and you know Reebok and Nike have their cross training CrossFit shoes like the Nano is the Reebok one and the Metcon is the Nike one um, but anything lightweight is what what we typically use but you don't unless you're running long distance you really don't want that super thick cushion you want your feet to be able to do some work like in normal every day so when I'm on Amazon and I'm looking at shoes and I see a cross training shoe that's different than a running shoe mm-hmm yeah okay the, the arch should be lower on the cross training shoe and have a lot more like tread though the running shoes are most likely going to be cushionier and they're also gonna be really light so like running shoes in general should feel like almost nothing on, on your foot um whereas like the the crossfit shoe is supposed to be i can weight lift i can squat i can run i can rope climb like if i'm rope climbing i need something with really good tread so like crossfit shoes supposed to be like that all-encompassing kind of shoe whereas if i'm just running i want to stick to a running shoe um the cross training i feel like it's more of if i'm just like I, I want a good walking around okay. and going to the gym and being more like, I don't know, that just like all encompassing shoe, but not maybe fitness. Related. Okay. See, I'm a yoga girl, so I'm barefoot all the time. And it's yeah. wonderful. <laughs> hey, we got some girls in my gym that just work out in socks. So I don't know what the heck's going on. Mm-hmm. They put them on for the run and then they come back in and deadlift in socks. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> wow. I feel like, Bare feet would be better than socks, so they don't slip. slip. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. they do it. <laughs> and I feel like CrossFit is more like hot yoga because it's more like hot CrossFit because we don't have any air conditioning. Oh, it is hot. Yeah. So CrossFit is supposed to be like prepared for the unknown and unknowable, and so like. If, if I, if my kid, my five-year-old gets away from me and I need to go chase him down, I'm not going to be in air conditioning to be able to do it. It's going to be the real world. It's going to be hot. It's going to be freezing. It's going to be moderate. It's going to be raining. So I need to like prepare my body for whatever life's going to throw at me, no matter what temperature it is. So I'm not always going to be in an air conditioned gym, just feeling nice and comfy, cozy. That's so interesting. No, I am like, I do yoga every day and that's, I find my Zen and that's where I'm at. But that's, but that's because that's the only thing so far that I found that I can do consistently that I love, like that I actually look forward to. And for me right now in my fitness journey, I think that's more key than anything else is like, I found something I love. So we're starting there. And then I will expand as I go and start to do more and more. But right now, this is my sweet spot. So I'm like, that's giving me confidence right now. So then I'll be able to take the next step of the next step. I don't know. For me, I feel like with with CrossFit, I'm I'm never like trying to tell anybody not to do any other thing. If you're moving, I love it. I don't care what it is. I don't care if you are doing Zumba. And so as long as you're moving, like that's going to help you. Even if it's like, I'm going to take the stairs instead of the elevator. But for me, I'm like... If I want to get the best bang for my buck, I should do CrossFit. That's one hour a day where I can get strength training. I can get the cardiovascular. I can work on my balance, my flexibility, my strength, my agility, my accuracy. I'm working on all these things that make me a better overall human being. And then it's, you know, it's that community there because Mm -hmm. it's a group class, which is, you know, in, in a lot of ways, some of the other group classes I've been to, Zumba, I never met a single person there. But with CrossFit, I'm there. There's people in my face. 
we're we're pairing up, we're sharing equipment. Like you make you make friends there really fast. So with Chris- I think I know everybody's name. Yeah. So with you know, like I I make it a point. Like I really want to know everybody. But like you were saying with yoga, like at the end of our workouts, we do stretches and we steal them from yoga because CrossFit also wants to take the best of what's out there and use it. So like with with weight training, we don't think that bicep curls are high on the priority list. We think squats are important because if I'm if I'm in my everyday life, I'm never bicep curling, but I am always squatting. I am always deadlifting. So we want to implement things that we're, that are functional, that we always use. And also like that, that are good. And we know that other disciplines have used and they, they work well. So with, from yoga, we take lots of yoga moves that help us um, get more flexible and have better mobility. Sherry, those are your favorite, right? Did not like when we stretch at the end with yoga. <laughs> she hates it. I don't like that. Lee doesn't like it either, but she likes the results. That's yeah, right. Right. When right. she's starting to like get a better depth in her squat and she can, you know, lean down and get something where she didn't have that reach before. Like that, that's, that's where, that's where you start to like it. When you well, it. and you know what else too, though, this sounds really silly, but this is life. Mm-hmm. I actually was having trouble changing the cat litter. <laughs> because you have to lean over, you have to pull the box off the thing. You got to be down there for a little bit. And now six months later into CrossFit, I have no problems. Hmm. Like I can do it with like, duh, 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 duh. and it kind of all of a sudden it hits like, Oh wait, I can do this in a jiffy now, you know, whereas before it was like, Oh, again, I'd have to wait and wait. So here's a question for either of you. So what do you say to the person who says, you know what? My life is so busy. Okay. Think about a 40 year old mom. Okay. My life is so busy and I'm running around with my kids all day and I'm blah, 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 you know, feeling that I work and I do, I don't have time and I'm getting enough exercise running after my kids. What do you say to that person? For, for me, I say I know a lot of parents that get it done early. They come in, they get in their workout, they're ready for their day. Nothing is going to interrupt their day if they get it done in the morning. And it's important for, for other things besides, you know, you, you need to keep up with your health. You need to keep up with your cardiovascular. You need to keep up with your strength. And there's a certain amount of fitness that you can get from chasing your kids. But you also need to take that time to set for yourself, like, Really, if you go three days a week, one hour, you're asking for three hours a week to dedicate to yourself and your future and your kid's future. Because if you're not keeping your health in priority, you're not going to be there whenever, you know, they get older. And they might have to even put you in a home. Like, you don't you don't want to have to have anyone take care of you. You want to make it so that you can take care of yourself. So maybe you're 40 now, and it's like, I don't, I'm not going to go into a home anytime soon, but if you don't start dedicating time into your nutrition and your fitness now, by the time that you get to your 60s and 70s, you're not going to be able to do those things. I'll tell you right now that my my grandma does, n- does not like Lee. Like, she is in her 60s, and you would think she's in her 90s because she didn't keep up with her nutrition and her fitness, and she let it go and keeps letting it go, and she's going to have – she needs a lot of help. She needs – a walker. She needs someone to help her down the stairs. She can't do those things on her own. And so you, that doesn't start when you're 60. That starts when you're 
40 and then you have to keep continually working on yourself. So what about the woman who is 60? <laughs> she can still start. It's only, yeah. if you don't keep, if you don't at least try and keep building up your strength, it's only going to get worse. If I, if I'm in a wheelchair right now, it's only going to get, get worse. There are, there are adaptive athletes too out there that aren't just old. We have adaptive athletes that are in a wheelchair that are missing arms, missing hands, missing legs. There are oh all gosh, different types so of athletes out there. There's a whole adaptive community that, I mean, Sherry was adaptive athlete for a little bit in her boot where we, we worked around that. So, if, you know, you're 60 and you feel like, well, I want to do it, but my knees, like we can work around that. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of times when people do have these little injuries and this little bit of pain, it's probably because they're not moving in a consistent pattern and they do it every day. So if I don't have a good squat, if I'm not moving effectively, but I squat a hundred times a day, I got to sit up and down off the chair, off the couch, on the toilet, we're in the car. If I'm not moving effectively, I'm just going to keep on adding to my pain. And, but if I can learn, go to CrossFit, learn how to move effectively and then move weight effectively. When I come home and do a body weight squat to the toilet or the couch, I'm going to move more efficiently and probably eliminate that pain after a certain amount of time. Lee, t tell me about the mental part of exercise and CrossFit. What does that do for your psyche, like your mind? So I've got my journal with me and I'm probably not going to find what I want. because <laughs> But it's like some of the things that have helped me through my grief journey also with CrossFit. And to me, I don't know, it's just like the chicken and the egg, right? What came first? So I'm doing CrossFit. I've now have this grief journey that is going with me for the rest of my life. So now from CrossFit to this grief journey, which meld together, I am now fit for the cross. Oh. So, so I wrote down some things here and, um, which is both CrossFit and my grief journey is you've got doubt, fear, unbelief. Cause in the whole, my grief journey is like, is this happening to me? Am I scared of this? Yes. Am I doubting that there's a God, you know, the whys. So what, what, what got me through this is perseverance, strength, courage, endurance, trust, now belief, and I've got hope. So this is something that God said to me while I was getting ready for the games, um, which was um, a very uh, arduous journey mentally and physically, is that God said to me, Lee, I've got this. But I didn't know that that was really God or if I heard it right, but I've heard it again. And I know now that God got this for me. He, he got me. And it, it's so true because along this journey, along my journey to the games, I should say along my journey through grief and CrossFit, these 10 years, I have seen so many signs, so many signs that God is comforting me. So many signs to show me that God is good and that God is good to me. You know, when you have 
like something happens to you one day and the next day you open your, your, um, your Bible or your, your devotions and you read an answer to what happened the night before or what it's just totally amazing. Now, this is the most amazing thing is that on every mother's day, every mother's day for 10 years, I've gotten a sign from, I, I, I don't say it's from Alex, but I say it's a God comfort. So it was in three years into Alex and my telephone rang and it was Alex. It was Alex's number three years later. It was Alex's number on Mother's Day. I picked it up and of course nobody was there, but the wind was blowing. I got a phone call from God. Is that not the most wonderful gift ever? Just a comfort. He comforts me all the time. Wow. (laughs) Every injury I've had, you know, Sammy, I've had going into the games. Will you explain what the games are? Because a lot of people listening don't know what that is. Yeah, sure. So basically back at the beginning of time, we talked about how CrossFit wants to implement the best of the best. And they didn't know if it was, is this the best fitness regimen? And they wanted to test it. So they said, let's get all these people, let's get all these CrossFit gyms and other people that are doing other similar types of workouts and see who's the best. And we'll ask them, what did you do? And they did it over a few years and found out they're just doing CrossFit. These people were coming and they compete against each other. They put some workouts in what they call a hopper, which is like, you know, bingo. They like roll it around. They pull out some movements and say, okay, these are the movements we're going to do. Do it as fast as you can. Let's see who wins. And so that's how the game started. And so it kind of evolved into a bigger and bigger thing to where now they have a master's competition. And so what they'll do is they'll do an online qualifier where they'll just put out one workout for five weeks. So, you know, week one is one workout. Week two is another workout. And they do that for five weeks. And you put in your score online and they say, who's the best of the best? And so for the masters, they take the top 200 and they put them in another online qualifier, and then the top 20, which this year it's the top 10s, go to the games. So it is a big leap of faith for her to trust in her fitness, trust in her training, trust that she's done enough to when she goes to the games, it's it's there, it's provided. That's right. We she's do a lot, of, a lot of praying. <laughs> and this year you were number, you've always been in the top 20, right? And this year you were 12, number 12? Yeah, wow. yeah. So she would if, if it was every other year top 20 she would still be in it this year they reduced to the top 10 and she was 12 <laughs> but that's another god thing because you said you said to the lord if you don't want me to do this you won't put me in the top 10 right, right. and he put you in the top 12 and i said hey you're in good company there were 12 disciples so here you go <laughs> that's so true mm-hmm. yeah. i was injured like I would have my arm, like my forearm was one, my yeah, shoulder. And what was so amazing is that every workout that came out, I was able to do. Mm-hmm. Injured. Because it wasn't a workout that bothered that part of my body. And wow. to me, that is from, that's God. It's like, how can that be that everyone, I can do that one. I can do that one. And so my fear wasn't as great. I went in there knowing I could do that. I could do that. And you could trust the one who got you there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, it has been so awesome to have both of you on today. Before we leave, we're going to have a fashion fixer question. Don't worry, Lee, I'm not going to ask you. But I was ready Megan. to be a for you, but I don't know about the fashion thing. <laughs> Megan, why don't you read our fashion fixer question of the podcast? All right, I'm ready. Are you guys ready for this one? We need all the help we can get. Okay. I'll answer it. I'll answer it. So don't, you don't have to worry. <laughs> If you have some input, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, ready? Dear Fashion Fixer, I am a very large chested woman and have an awful time finding a swimsuit that fits. Where should I look? Love, Triple D Darlene. Oh. All right, Triple D. How are we going to help her? Sammy, do you have any any thoughts for her? Um, I think, like, the shape is always big so like with with my tatas i make sure that i'm choosing a bathing suit that is made for big tatas like there are swimsuits out there that are made for small chested girls and so you definitely want to look for something that already has coverage and accentuates your shape and not one that is just strings yeah (laughs) absolutely absolutely and a good place to go i would offer two places to go torrid is a wonderful place to shop for plus size women curvy girls and they actually have not only swimsuits they have lingerie but they also have bras there for women who are triple d and above in fact a friend of mine let me know recently that her daughter is a 38 h so that's a that's a, a a very large busted gal, and she said she finds really cute and well built suits at Torrid. And then my friend herself, her name's Carrie, she actually got her last swimsuit at Dillard's, and she is a thirty six G, or sometimes a thirty six quadruple D. So um, Dillard's will have, and when, if you don't have Dillard's in your area, then you might um, just look at a better department store. But just know that they are out there. You may have to do a little bit more of a search. You cannot find them in the junior department. You would have to look in the, in the women's department. Megan, do you have anything to add? I have one more place that I have seen a lot of success with uh, friends of mine, and it's called modcloth.com. I don't know if you've ever heard of modcloth. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a lot of retro style things, so the swimsuits are perfect for accentuating the waist and they're very classic looking. A lot of them look like the 1950s fit and they range from two to size 30. So they're accommodating, very, very accommodating. Yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. Well, I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. I know I did. And it was a thrill to have Sam and Lee on here with, with Megan and me. And until next time, we hope that you have a fabulous rest of the summer and we will see you back here at the end of july see ya thank you for listening to the fashion meets faith podcast with sherry brandell don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss future episodes are you overwhelmed by your closet Join Sherry for her Capsule Wardrobe Online Academy, 27 Hangers. Visit www.27hangercloset.com to join today.